Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Happy Halloween time, craptaculars. It's that spooky time of year when witches and goblins come out. When kids give their dentists job security. When your local hardware store starts displaying Christmas decorations. When adults try to be clever dressing up as characters from the latest TV series or movie. Then show up to the costume party, finding everybody else wearing the same thing. And of course, when pumpkins get all carved up. Like the movie we're going to review now. Enjoy. We killed Michael. My grandmother set the fire. No one told you. <gasps> told me what? Michael Myers is alive. A man couldn't have survived that fire. Forty years ago, the boogeyman came for us. We are the survivors of Michael Myers. Glory, what do we do? We fight. Mom, our family. We'll kill him. We're gonna hunt him down and we're gonna put an end to this. He is not gonna stop killing until we stop him. Hello and welcome to Cinema Craptaculous, where we say a bad movie is just as hard to make as a good one, just a lot easier to make fun of. This is Dave and with me are my uncrappy co-hosts... Stephanie. And maybe John. And maybe John. John's not with us right now. He may join us in the middle. Or he may not. I don't know what's happening. Maybe an evil Halloween lone figure caught him. Yeah, maybe so. Or it's like, you know, some sort of unknown, unspoken about national bank holiday in the country he lives in for James Bond. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. They cut off all internet. They cut off all communications for the people. And uh, they all celebrate in the streets. You know, this this will get cut out if we find out there's been a revolution in in uh, England. Oh yeah, today definitely. there's been an <laughs> uprising. <laughs> there's been an uprising. The Tories are are taking it to the street. <laughs> the Tories. I don't know. That's a that's a British politician thing, isn't it? Yeah, but they're the Conservatives. Oh uh, well, you know, <laughs> January sixth. Even London has that date. Except it's a few hours ahead. Anyway. uh... (laughs) Anyway. Michael Myers is back and he's killing his way through town to get to his favorite view. The window of his dead sister's bedroom. Yep, that's the end. (laughs) That's the end. The end. Here's the rapid recap to catch you up. Rapid recap. At the end of Halloween... The 2018 one, not the 1978 one. The Strode brood flee in the back of a pickup from the burning wreck of their home with Michael Myers trapped in the basement. Unfortunately, no one tells the fire trucks racing towards the blaze. 
Meanwhile, Anthony Michael Hall and more side characters than a Simpsons musical number mourn their various run-ins with the man in the Shatner mask. As Laurie Strode sits in the hospital, waxing philosophical like a modern-day Dr. Loomis, the rest of the town forms a mob to track down and finally put an end to October 31st's number one man in Halloween Kills. I have to say, as soon as the credits started, you know, in that that orange font and the burning pumpkin and that music, I was like, I am in. Me too. Ten minutes later, I was like, please let me out. I mean, it was really good at, like, you know, drawing up your anticipation for something really awesome. And then it just. Wow. It it hit a meandering drug dream uh, somehow. It just it was worse than the ramblings of a five year old talking about the dream they had last night. <laughs> um, this movie, this movie had me asking all the questions who what why how where it was like who am i following what is this about why are they doing what they're doing how did i get myself into this when in time does this take place (laughs) it was all over it was like it was the 70s and then it was 2018 it never became 2021 just so you know that's just so we're clear right it never did because it it picked up right after the events uh, halloween in 2018 yeah like rocky 2 that's right it was like right away (laughs) and and even some of it was concurrent right like some of it was overlapping because it was stuff you didn't see that was happening at the same time in the 2018 one and they did that little bit with the flashbacks like 1978 it was showing some stuff that was going on at the same time as things happening in that first movie and i was like yeah where when what what um who is this (laughs) When we went back in time and and I realized, oh, we're seeing the moments that we didn't see in the 1978 Halloween. I I, I was thinking, oh, this is are these like just deleted moments? (laughs) Yeah, just for a second, you were like, wait, is this is this new footage? Is this new footage? (laughs) And and they spent so much time kind of setting up these other characters to kind of fill in the world. Yeah, we meet uh, Sheriff Hawkins, like his origin story in 1978 when he came face to face with Michael Myers, and then there's like Weirdo Lonnie, who who was this kid who uh, was Was picking on. Yeah, was he the one who was picking on Tommy Doyle? No, I don't think so, right? I thought he was the one. I thought he was Tommy Doyle. I thought his name was Lonnie. No, Tommy uh, is... What? <laughs> wait, what? Who's Tommy, Tommy Doyle? Tommy is different. Tommy it, Tommy was always in the first, the original Halloween movie. He was a little boy oh. that Laurie had to babysit. Okay. And he became Anthony Michael Hall in this movie. Oh, that and makes Lonnie, Anthony Michael Hall character make so much more sense. Yes, so... <laughs> does it but what? Uh, <laughs> you know listening to this blues music reminds me of my own trials and tribulations as a young guy and uh you know my folks they really really dump on me they really do i say you guys get along with your parents i thought it was lonnie who was being picked on by the bully he was but he also was a bully himself oh that just i didn't make, make it even that more connection. complicated yeah because nobody yes. tells you these things they just sort of say it briefly no. and then you're like wait Oh, okay. <laughs> so Lonnie was it's, a bully. 
who was being bullied. Yeah, like they need a Halloween family tree to put up on the screen. So it's like, this is the boy that Lori was babysitting. This was the kid from across the street who bullied the boy well, that Lori tried was babysitting. To, they tried to do that with like flashbacks and flashes yes. sideways where they were like, this guy did this. You know, like, don't you <laughs> yeah. remember him when he was in 1978? You know, and it was just sort of like that. And then there, there were characters who we even saw in 2018 who ended up being killed i mean i'm sorry characters that we saw in the first 2018 movies who ended up being killed in this movie yes yes i don't know who they were but because i don't remember the 2018 movie at all um (laughs) yeah so many things have happened since then (laughs) (laughs) yeah there's been a lot of changes in the world since 2018 changes in our brain chemistry (laughs) (laughs) Right? What, like, fascinated me was we get Laurie Strode to the hospital, and then we cut away from the hospital for a good 30 minutes. We, like, (sighs) we go back in time to visit uh, Sheriff Dawkins or Hawkins or whatever his name. Hawkins. uh, And find out his origin story. And then we go to Anthony, is it Anthony Michael Hall, Mm -hmm. telling the story of Michael Myers in the bar. At a talent show. Which was in a bar. It felt like a karaoke moment. And there was uh, a couple who were getting upset at Anthony Michael Hall and the other survivors because they were so loud. And I'm like, you're in a bar watching karaoke. It's going to be loud. Yeah, but they were like, we're trying to watch the talent show. And they were yelling (laughs) at our heroes, too, which was funny because they were supposed to be our heroes. And, And it was just a strange, it was a strange beat because it was like, Oh, can you guys please be quiet? We still don't see the faces of the people they're talking to until it's time to reveal that these are the original survivors of the 1978 massacre who were all sitting together partying in the bar and being hushed by (laughs) other people in the bar. And I was like, oh, okay. I didn't know if it was going to become like a thing. Like, oh, these people, you know, they're villains and they're going to be a jerk, you know, that kind of, but no, that's not, that's not what happened at all. No, they're like, hey, you guys survived Michael Myers. Let's be best friends now. Yeah, let's all get killed. I mean, and and get killed they did. They like and there was nobody was nobody was saved in this movie. Like everyone died. No, everyone died. And I couldn't figure out like one of the things that I, I just can't figure out about. Like, okay, so Freddy he kills the people who who uh, is Freddy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I'm thinking of other monster murderers. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. From the past, and like Freddy, he kills the children of the people who killed him. Basically, right. revenge. Revenge. Jason kills anyone who is a camp supervisor who has sex. So it's kind of like a <laughs> naughty revenge. I guess the yeah. leprechaun goes after people who goes after his pot of gold. Yeah, but Mike Myers, who in in 1978 Halloween kind of makes sense. Is like he's going after Laurie Strode and those people in in the house for some reason. I actually thought Laurie Strode's house was Michael Myers' house, but I guess it isn't. No, he had his own house. And so in the original 1978 one, he was just killing people on his street. I think. think. Well, no, maybe not. Because the Myers' house was somewhere else. I don't know what he was uh, doing. <laughs> here's John. John is joining us. Hi, John. 
Hey, Hi, John. I'm jumping in. So what Dave was saying. <laughs> I was talking about uh, monster murderers. Like, Freddy was out for revenge. Jason was out for purity reasons or whatever. <laughs> um, the, but Michael Myers in this movie just seemed to be walking around killing people. And somewhere in the middle of the movie, they get out a map and they're like, he's headed to his house. And I was like, Why? When, when did his house become anything? Well, I think that Michael Myers di- is different from the other people because he's more of like an unthinking monster. Like he's kind of like a, a shark. He's just a... Sh- and I remember thinking that about the the, fir- the 2018 remake where I was like, yeah, they treat him like Jaws. Like, like people don't yes. realize that he's stalking them like a wild animal and is going to just kill them. That's all he does. He swims I even, and eats and makes The difference, little- though, is that... <laughs> He eats and swims and makes little sharks and then kills them with knives. <laughs> no, no, but the, okay. I I know you guys have had a long conversation, so I'm jumping in a little bit mid-swim. So mid, long, no, mid-stream. But I will say that the difference in Jaws is is you don't spend copious amount of tedious hours getting to know quote unquote the victims. You know what I mean? It's like there's just somebody shows up, That's they're right. swimming. This, it's like there was so much buildup of these very uninteresting people and random. And, and, and of course, they're trying to be very diverse in who they kill. And, I mean, too uh, diverse. Let's to just, show that let's just Haddon, be clear. Yeah. Haddon, 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 Haddonville? What's the name of this damn town? Haddonfield. Haddonfield yeah. is like the most multicultural accepting town of any town in that neck of the woods. In Illinois. I actually put in my notes that is this really the story of Jaws 4? Because (laughs) it's Laurie Strode is somewhere and the shark is after her. Yeah. Isn't that what Jaws 4 was about? Although they do make that turn in the middle of the movie where they're like, oh, he's not actually after you, Laurie. He's just pure evil and he wants to go home to his sister's bedroom. I think there was a Michael Caine cameo. Did we even know? Like, I mean, they really played up the whole Michael is pure evil, unstoppable, supernatural evil evil that feeds off of the killing and off of our fear. And he'll always get stronger. And I'm thinking this sounds very much like witchcraft. Like, I don't know what they're trying to say. What are they alluding to here? That he's not a person? That he's a robot? Or that he's, you know, some sort of revenant? Yeah. Yeah. What's going on with that? I totally agree with you. They never... At one point, I even wrote down, what are his powers? (laughs) Like, (laughs) because... Because again, I go back to Freddy. I'm like, okay, he he kills you in his the nightmares. Uh, Jason is the unstoppable force. Michael can't be the unstoppable force as well. I mean, I, no. I really felt like in this one, he was just Jason with a different mask. Yes, because he's not, um, but he's not a zombie. Like he's not, because Jason that's ended right, up you're becoming not. He's, a he's zombie. He's not undead. Right, he's not undead. Although they were trying to make it sound like he was. Um, yeah. And I can't wait till John comes back because I really do want to talk about that uh, big finale fight uh, that happens. <laughs> yes. But Let's go back to what you were saying earlier about the people he's killing. That I mean, what John was saying, we, we spend a lot of time trying to get to yes. know these victims. I was really taken aback. I was like, okay, so yeah. Okay, so you have Michael Myers killing the interracial couple. You have Michael Myers killing the gay couple. You have Michael Myers killing a black couple. 
and an older woman, an older single woman. Oh, that's you know, right. it's like, yes, yes. what is happening here? Like, is is Michael Myers? I think that I think that Michael Myers represents white supremacy. <gasps> oh my God! I wrote down in my notes, Michael Myers is an analogy for white anger. <laughs> I think that this film was a, a culmination of a bunch of different ideas that were just thrown together in a blender, and the editor is just sort of grabbing footage as it comes at him, <laughs> like like he's in a, a game of dodgeball, and he's just grabbing footage, and we're going to put this here, because I thought it was going to be just like a sequel to the last film, but it turns out to be this whole prologue setup prequel for what went down in a... Uh, sort of a revised version of the 1978 one. Yeah. You know? And yeah. it felt very much like it was it was an incomplete movie because it was setting you up for the third movie in the trilogy. Yes. But the first one was a direct, it, like you watch the first one and it ends. Now this one kind of does that and it's clearly ignoring the events of Halloween 2. And we knew that back in 2018 right. that that was going to, it was this was just following up to the very end of the first one. But it sets up these other characters, you know, these subplots that really kind of deviate from the mythology we know. I know they don't want her to be related to him, but I just found myself not really giving an F, and I wanted to focus <laughs> on Jamie Lee. And Jamie Lee is basically Princess Leia in Last Jedi, where she's, you know, in the hospital for the last half. Her whole contract was, I will give you two days and be in one location. <laughs> do whatever you want with the story. That's what you get. It's like, do you mind having a monologue in the hospital for like 20 minutes, Jamie Lee Curtis? Nope, not at all. I'll just sit on the bed and give a monologue. <laughs> yeah, I'll get paid the most to do the least. That's being yes. a star. I don't know if this was a set. I don't know if they were filming these back to back. Well, they announced it as Halloween ends and they even have a release date. I mean, you know, so maybe COVID they notwithstanding. did. Uh, speaking of which, um, this movie was not COVID safe. There were so many. <laughs> I'm so sure they crowds. did everything by the book. I'm sure. Except Michael. Sure. Michael wore his mask. Yeah, Michael yeah. was masked. Um, the, like, For 90% the, of it. Like the whole part when they're in the hospital and the, the mob is raging. Yes. Everybody, like every time they cut back, I swear to you guys, like I would look away and then look back at the screen. Every time they cut back to that hospital, it's just random people running around. It was that like... was a so in the hospital the mob is like the whole movie is about building up this mob and then taking out Michael Myers that's that's what I would say is the a storyline yeah and when they get to the hospital they're like incensed Anthony Michael Hall riles them up more and then that this other crazy guy who escaped in Halloween uh, from 2018 shows up. I didn't and they're know. like, that's Mike Myers. I didn't and I'm know like, who that guy was. <laughs> he looked like Wallace Shawn, didn't he? He looked I like Wallace Shawn. I thought he looked like Dan, Danny DeVito for a second. Yes. They had an opportunity, again, like going back to what I said about some interesting story ideas that they didn't quite flesh out. Like that was an interesting idea, the red herring Michael Myers. In fact, yes. it could have been, it would have been more interesting if there were like two other escapees and they all yeah. were sort of the same height and build, not like Danny DeVito, Wallace Shawn. There's no way that mob would look at him and go, oh, that's my, that's, that's <laughs> the six foot four dude who has a big knife and wears a jumper. 
I think they're maybe trying to make a comment on sort of the disinformation world we oh, live in God. where people take a kernel of truth and then uh, just blaspheme it into uh, rumors and innuendo. I would love it if they would make a comment with this movie. They, they, they It was just like, it was the end of Frankenstein with Anthony Michael Hall and less torches. Even in the final fight scene, everyone has bats and pitchforks. <laughs> no fucking guns! No, there was then a gun. Had, there was totally a gun. There, there was one gun. And the person didn't know how to shoot. <laughs> in Illinois, one gun? I don't believe it. So everybody in town is basically surrounding him. There's got to be like 40, 50 people in that shot yeah. where everybody's surrounding him and they're just taking a whack at him. It's, you know, it's like he turns into the fax machine from Office Space. You know, they're all, <laughs> just, you know, yeah, and uh, ain't it great to be a gangster? They should have done it in slow-mo. And then out of nowhere, he pops up as Jamie Lee is is saying, you know, he's evil incarnate. No, he's 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 the Terminator. Yes. And yes. all of a sudden, he's killing everybody in this very poorly edited, like they just threw any shot they had on the cutting room floor of someone uh, with blood or guts. Put it in there. Who cares? Uh, it's from another movie. Doesn't matter. Uh, it's a zombie getting its head cut off from Walking Dead. Put it in there. And he gets up and lives and kills everybody. Yeah, I mean, and they all take turns to get killed. It was <laughs> like, what happened turn. to the dog pile here? <laughs> like, everyone's just like, okay, my turn. Whoops! <laughs> my head. Well, they, they killed everybody. They literally just left the third film to be Jamie Lee in the hospital and her granddaughter. That's it. You know what I want the third film to be? Is Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers sitting down to a board of chess and playing chess and talking about why Michael Myers did what he did. And then at the very end, Michael Myers stands up and stabs her with the queen and then turns and faces the camera and gives us a wink and walks away. <laughs> the end. And then the, 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 end. the, end, the end credits will be like some sort of rap, like H to the A yes. to the L to the L to the O to the W-E-E-N. I think that it's going to turn into a buddy film. It's going to be like Midnight Run. Yes. It's going to be, or The Hangover. It's going to be, she's going to be in a car with Michael. He'll be in the backseat <laughs> with her daughter. And they're going to all be arguing and bitching about, you know, where to eat for brunch, what, what hotel to stay at. and They'll be like, will you take off that mask? Just take it off. You smell. You haven't showered in <laughs> mommy smells. Oh, grandma. Because, you know. <laughs> Did you guys discuss the gore porn in this film? No. No. Because what I loved about the first film, when I say the first film, it's like... Yeah, which one? Which one? one? <laughs> yeah. And how they name these films. They don't even say Halloween 2018. It's just Halloween. And you got to go to IMDb to see which fucking year it came out. <laughs> anyway, so the one that they just did, I thought it struck a really good balance of horror, tension, and drama. There was less characters, way too many characters in this. But when they had those kills, there was build up to it. There was tension. And a little bit of payoff with each kill. This one, to your point, it reminded me of a Friday the 13th movie. Sorry, Steph. I know you're a fan. Hey, you but know. But it, it did remind me. It has its place. But those are funny. I mean, those are kind of like tongue-in-cheek kind of kills. This movie was just, it just took itself seriously with the kills for the most part. And was just gross. I just thought it was kind of icky. They were very gross. Um it just wasn't like I thought they did a good job of coming up with different ways to kill people. Like it, it, there, there were like, and, and that's fluorescent how, lights, right? Exactly. I mean, here's that. There was that scene where Michael Myers pulls the fluorescent light tube out of the bottom of the kitchen overhang and breaks it and stabs the lady in the face with it. 
which was kind of a fun thing. But does Michael <laughs> no. sit around? That's going to be our headliner quote. Kind of a fun kind thing. Of a fun it's thing. just Dave saying it stuck her in the face, and it's kind of a fun thing. But, but when you watch a, a horror movie like that, a, a slasher film, you want to see slasher things, and you want them to be kind new and creative. Now, this was kind of new and creative, but I was thinking, does he just sit around and think about ways of killing people? And he's like, you know, if I'm ever in a kitchen and there's a fluorescent tube light, I'm going to use that because. If I were him and I looked around the kitchen, I'd be like, where are the knives? Right. I wouldn't be like, where, where's the fluorescent tubes? What's something Dave, weird I can grab? To answer your question, he spent decades thinking about how he'd kill people. He sat in his <laughs> cell doing nothing but thinking of killing people. Probably went through all of the hardware store tool by tool thinking, <laughs> hmm, now a ball-peen hammer might be able to take an eye out, but a mallet? Hey, craptaculars, we'll be right back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, this is Dave. We recognize that systematic racism exists, and one of the best ways to overcome it is by amplifying the voices that need to be heard. To continue that mission, every month we'll share a podcast or charity to support. This month, we're supporting the Black Fairy Godmother Foundation, whose mission is to restore black and brown families' stability by removing the barriers that keep them in abject poverty and domestic violence situations. You can find more information and donate at blackfairygodmother.org. And now, back to the show. You guys make a good point. What you guys are talking about has kind of sparked this feeling in my mind of how this was not... Uh, being a, being a fan of horror, being a friend of slashers, this was not an enjoyable slasher experience for me. It was not. Because it felt very, like, I don't like the randomness of... I, I, okay, randomness in horror, that's just the way it goes. Like, you, you go into the woods, you get killed, right? You go into the haunted house, you get killed. But you have sex as a teenager, <laughs> lose your virginity, you get killed. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But usually there's some sort of transgression. Usually there's some sort of thing like, oh, you did something you weren't supposed to or you went somewhere, you looked at someone or whatever it was. And this is just random people just chilling out at home getting killed. Getting they weren't yes. bad people. They weren't, you know, they, they didn't do anything wrong so it I, it really disturbed me in how it kind of the movie took a lot of glee in eviscerating these you know people who weren't really doing anything and i Basic was so innocence. upset about that <laughs> and at least in the first again the first one's the gold standard there was a little bit of uh randomness but it was more of like you happen to be in his path this he was like you know, like the Zodiac, uh, not the Zodiac killer. It was like the the the, the strangler, the you know, yeah. that would go into people's homes yes. as opposed to sort of like he's heading towards his childhood home. I, I like that. And it also kind of plays homage to some of the other sequels that tied into the family, you know, right. his obsession with his family. I actually kind of liked the storyline of Lori being his long lost sister. It kind of made sense for the second one why he would be going after her. It never really makes sense in this one, sorry, in the 2018 one, that he w- he was willing to go to the middle of nowhere to find her. What was the connection? 
There was none. I don't know. But here's the thing. In this one, they're like, there is no connection. Because she he's not actually after you. He wants to get back to his house. So it's like, what is it, Halloween directors? Which which <laughs> flippin' storyline am I following? Well, didn't those weird, crazy Mustafa Akkad, you know, four, five, six films, the one with Paul Rudd and stuff, <laughs> didn't they deal didn't they deal with like uh, this weird connection to his niece, who and that actress was in the Rob Zombie one. What's her name? Daniela uh, Harris. Yeah, Harris. yeah. She played the little girl in four and five. Right? So they tried to expand this mythology of family, and there even were like cultists in like the sixth one, right? right? Sort of like a the cult of Michael Myers. Cult of it got Thorn. Crazy. But there, there's got to be some sort of connection to Dave's point. He just wants to go home. I mean, if that's you'd think that every cop in town would be smart enough to say like. Uh, maybe he wants to go home. Maybe we should ask that couple if uh, well, they, they want to steer it out? But who figured it out? That's it, the thing it, it I don't... It was Lonnie. Lonnie figured it out? And he got yeah, killed before he because, could tell anyone? No, he he and his son, Adam Driver Jr., and his <laughs> daughter... Or not his daughter. Uh, Adam Driver Jr.'s girlfriend. girlfriend, Laura Strode's Laura's, grandchild. Yeah. They're all in the car. It, we just cut to a picture of a map and Lonnie going... He's heading to his house. That's where he wants to go. And we're not given any other clues or reasons why. Uh, And then so they go to the house and Lonnie gets killed within two seconds because he's like, hey, you guys stay here. I'm going inside. And then like two minutes later, they go inside and Lonnie's dead. (laughs) Oh, and, and can we talk about Lonnie's son's death? It was you want to talk about gratuitous. Now, there's ways to do do it kind of comical, I think. But basically, he gets stabbed or hammered or, or I don't know how his son gets killed. And then he gets his head thrown through the banister. And then as he's coming down, he plays with his head like a, a pinwheel. And I couldn't tell, like, is he is he going to decapitate him? It just it just became so um, like, like gruesome but unclear. Like, I kind of want some I think clarity. I looked away during that. What happened? You said he was playing with, like, the dead guy's head? No, what happened was he was slamming his head uh, in his throat against uh, a broken banister. Like, you know, one of those bars that come up? Yeah. Was, so it was basically a stake, and he was slamming his uh, upper body <laughs> up against it over and over again. And he's, like, gurgling and stuff. Ew. And finally, and Lori's granddaughter can't do anything because she broke her leg falling down the That's stairs. Right. So she's just yelling up, and uh, what's his face? Michael Myers is like, oh, I will have some fun with this. And eventually he does just snap him. Well, every film and every iteration does sort of have to define, like Michael has to have superpowers. It's like in any sort of genre film. What are his superpowers? That's what you were asking, Dave. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, and and they never, ever, ever once since Michael Myers, well, I take that back. In Halloween 2018, it opens with that ridiculous open of the asylum and they go back and they're all chained in the courtyard and Michael Myers' chains are like throbbing because he's evil. <laughs> and, you know, they never get... Isn't that how 2018... I don't remember the throbbing chains, Dave. I just remember this, the the image kind of like throbbing because he's so evil. Um, that's literally when I was out on the 2018 one. I was like, yeah, I'm out. This is dumb. <laughs> and... 
I actually like that. I like that all the other inmates are sort of in tune to his evilness. But but yeah, to your oh. point, it's like they're making a point that he has this sort of sixth sense to tap into other people who are on a different wavelength. Clearly, those other uh, hospital patients and dogs <laughs> clue into him. But at least in that one, going back to the original Halloween, he had sort of a sense of style and, it, and he was very brief. He would stab some with a knife, maybe pause to tilt the head. That was it. This yeah. one, like they had a, a point where he's like practicing on the one on fluorescent uh, light husband. lady's the husband, old, like a the whole yeah, guy. like he's he's sitting there taking like he hasn't had a good sort of workout. He, he's taking all the knife, but but he's taking knives one at a time, the steak knives one at a time. The uh, the old guy's bent over the kitchen counter, dead with a knife in his back, and Michael Myers just keeps taking other knives and stabbing him in the back. It's like he's working his way up to find the Ginsu. Like, this is the yes, knife I want. This is the knife I, I need to continue my kill. Disgusting. I just hate to sound like such a prude with this, but that was just stomach churning and not in a good way. It was. I was like, this yeah. is this is gratuitous. I believe this is what you would call gratuitous. <laughs> that's, that's a, by definition. I'll take it a step further. Not just gratuitous, but out of character. It's like you kind of have to define sort of his style. There's a way of, of Michael's kills. Jason is a little more kind of whatever's around. He'll use implements. Yes. But Michael, I like that Okay, he wants either a knife or he wants a hammer or maybe he'll use his hands. If he's feeling dirty. <laughs> I think it's scarier to have him not go ape shit killing someone. It's scarier when it's dispassionate. And he was yeah. showing a lot of sort of like rage. Yeah. And I think that's, that's always the core of Michael Myers that made him so scary is he was this cute little boy that dispassionately, almost disconnected, killed his sister. When you see him kind of getting all angry about it, it kind of brings psychology into it, which is what they've tried to do. Rob Zombie did it and overanalyzed <laughs> why he became a serial. Then it's a serial killer movie. Right. And that's something different. I mean, talking about his kills, there was like, uh, he, early about the midpoint of the movie, there were three kills in the park. He killed the Two African American couples who uh, were at the they were at the talent uh, show. Talent, we, I thought the they were our show. heroes in this, and they told yes, me I did too. They got killed. And then he kills some third woman who I think was at the talent show as well. Well, she was the uh, nurse from the first movie, from the 1978 movie. Oh yes, yeah, that so, was driving the car with Doc. She was Doctor Loomis's assistant. She and she makes a big point of like this is for Doctor Loomis. And then she gets whacked. Yeah, and it was just so violent. Like, I mean, it was just so like our 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 surgeon guy, or he's he's actually an RN, but he's dressed as a doctor, and his as wife a is a doctor, and, his and she's wife dressed is, as an RN. Is, but like, uh, like he gets a knife in the face, and I was like, no, because I thought that was our hero. Yeah. And then, like, I actually thought that the the wife was sh shooting a lot with the gun, and. Michael just hits her arm and she shoots herself in the head because she was firing. A and I was like, okay. Yeah. I mean, that was clever, was but that was also kind of like, who are it, we it rooting ridiculous. for now? But then everyone else, the mob finds them in the park and they each have like Halloween masks on. Like one has a pumpkin head, one has a witch head, and one has, uh, I forget what the third one had on, but it was like a basic Halloween like ghost head. And I was wondering, where did the heads come from? Halloween because... three season of the yeah, those yeah. were the masks. <laughs> those were the masks. Shamrock. Were they Shamrock. really? It was a shameless little nod to the uh, bastard of the franchise. <laughs> it, it was. It was so ridiculous because it seemed out of place. Like if Jason had done it, yeah, they would have masks on. He would have gone to the party store, 
bought three masks and put it on uh, their heads. But Michael Myers doesn't seem to be the type to do that. Well, Michael does have a bit of sense of humor because don't forget when he goes after, I forget her name, when he puts the boyfriend's ghost sheet and his glasses on. PJ Souls. <laughs> he goes after PJ Souls. See anything you like, you know? And so he, he does have a little bit of that, you know, sort of flair. Whimsy. Flair for the so. dramatic. Yeah. But he wasn't like a, a monster back. I mean, he was a monster, but he wasn't like like a crazy warlock man like he is now. Yes, the crazy warlock man. Okay, so Jamie Lee Curtis does this summation speak at the end, and I think they basically wrote her saying he's evil incarnate, and the mo- he's basically blaming society because we created him. He feeds off our hatred, like because he, you guys on social media, uh, <laughs> being mean to each other, we created Michael Myers. Yeah. But really, I think they had to write that coda in to explain why he keeps surviving because. We forget he's 65 years old. I know. We forget that he's an elderly man. Elderly. He's a, well, he's a senior. Mean, he's a senior. He's a senior. <laughs> yes, but in reality, the, I think I think in the math, he would actually be closer to 70. But in any case, uh, the 50 people can't take him down. And I'm, so then I'm thinking, oh, so is this like supernatural? Is he Jason? That's what is they're trying Freddy? to say. Yes. But it's so confusing because I'm like, okay, so Lori's chastising confusing. society for Twitter. Okay, I get that. <laughs> And but but why is Twitter responsible for creating Michael Myers? And is he like it's, I said? Is he a warlock? Is he a demon? Is he a robot that somehow is he an alien? Yeah, like what is going on? <laughs> is he a corpse? Is he a walking cadaver? And the next one is you know, <laughs> there's going to be a bunch of Michael Myers coming out of the grave. Well, maybe it'll all get explained in the third one. That's what the problem is. I don't need explanations. I don't need it explained. Is he a virus? Is he a virus? Yeah, he's <laughs> will, a virus. Will we all become Michael Myers? He's the embodiment of COVID, and the mask is a warning. But- you must dress like William Shatner <laughs> to stop the spread. But Tommy Doyle, like, if we think about it, like, Tommy Doyle was the one who was like, let's all rise up against... Uh, you know, Michael Myers, is he, is, does he, does Tommy represent, does he represent white rage or does Michael Myers represent white rage? Like who is, who is the white rage in this? Cause I know someone is. Hold on. I'm about to blow your mind. They both do. <gasps> they both represent maybe, it. Maybe Anthony Michael Hall represents the white rage of trying to control society and its anger and where to point it. And uh, uh, what's his name? Michael Myers represents the right white rage and just pure assholishness. <laughs> he's he's and randomness. Him. Yeah. <laughs> or or Michael Myers represents the sins of how we've treated the mentally ill historically. But why would you know? But, but then why did he go after underrepresented communities? He, he obliterated... Because he's crazy. <laughs> he, what, he killed the only two black people in Haddonfield? And the interracial couple and the gay couple. And, yes, yes. <laughs> that, that, was a kind of, that is kind of like a kind of purposeful arc, isn't it? When you put it together like that. Ooh. He did also kill look. teenagers, too. So I don't know. What was the deal with that? Was he a... What, was that boyfriend, like, a, you know, a, a woke boyfriend who was like, 
You know, I want oh, you yeah. to feel safe with me. And I, you know, like, I want you to consent. He was cheating on her in the first one. So they kind of redeemed him before they offed him. Hey, real quick, going back to Anthony Michael Hall, I actually thought he did a good job. I thought he was kind of like, sure. I, I was skeptical of his casting. But, you know, he's actually a pretty decent actor. But is it me? But as he gets older, is he starting to look more like Malcolm McDowell? And yeah. which is a crazy callback because Malcolm McDowell played Dr. Loomis in the Rob Zombie film. Right. Well, oh. he's thicker. He's thicker. Mm-hmm. He's the he, he is, he is, he is, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, he's enjoying his steakums at night. <laughs> Just so you know, this film made more as much in the opening weekend as No Time to Die. And probably cost less than the catering for that movie. Oh my gosh, totally. Ugh. This was in the can before COVID, Stephanie. It was? Yeah, yeah, this was supposed to come out. October of last year. Oh, okay. So that's that explains all the mob scenes. Well, yeah. in all fairness, they could have still been working on it, but I'm pretty sure it was in the can. Okay. Well, it's in the can now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The trash can. <laughs> Should we rate this? Yeah. Cinema Craptaculous Ratings. Okay, so we have a three-tiered uh, uh, rating system here at Cinema Craptaculous. The top is Cinema Craptaculous. This is a must-see. Go out, see this movie, risk your life, risk COVID, watch it in a theater. The second <laughs> tier is... I'm sure the movie, I'm sure the exhibitors love that endorsement. Yeah. Risk your life and go yeah. see it in the theater. We'll, we'll get a cease and desist from AMC. <laughs> The second tier is Craptaculous. You know, a pretty good watch on a Sunday afternoon if you happen to have Peacock. And then the third is Utter Crap. Don't even bother. Oh, Who man. Who wants to go first? I, I'll go first. I, I'm really kind of... I, I'm, I was very unhappy with this. I was, I was a little bit disappointed. I knew kind of that it wasn't going to be a masterpiece, but I was so impressed with the 2018 that I was like, sure, this would be cool. And it had a really strong opening. And I was like, yeah, this is going to rock. And then it just took a nosedive. I mean, like I did not like, like I said, I did not like the initial kills of the random people who didn't really, who seemed pleasant enough and they weren't doing anything. And then they just got murdered horribly. I, I mean, I just I don't, I don't like that. I didn't like that at all. Um, and then, of course, all the reasons why we were talking about why it just seems sort of like a, it's a, is a connective thread between one and three rather than its own standalone thing. It had something to yeah. say yeah. about how we live, but it was kind of clumsy and a little overwrought. Uh, so yeah, I, God, I don't know. I, I think this is just, maybe you skip this one until you, the third one comes out. And then you can just watch that one straight through into the third one. That's how I feel about it. So I guess that's a middle ground between craptaculous and utter crap. Don't see it now. See it later, see but it. only if you know when it's going to end. <laughs> watch it after you've watched Halloween Ends, just to see if you need to see it. Yeah. Um, I am going to go utter crap. This Ooh. movie This movie annoyed Ooh. me from the gate. I was all through the movie. I was like... Find a reason to give a craptaculous. Find a reason to give a craptaculous. And I just could not utter crap, pass, moving on. 
I would agree. I think I'm going to give this an utter crap. And because I could pull out things that I thought they did a good job that they could have developed. But the fact that they had the ideas and they didn't. And the first one was so well done. It was very simple. It had a very understandable narrative. The trauma of what Laurie Strode went through created this sort of schism in her family where the daughter sort of doubted, not that it happened, but doubted why or questioned her mother's craziness why haven't you gotten help you're an alcoholic kind of shielded her from her granddaughter and then you find at the end that grandma was right michael was the boogeyman again and and yet they had this empowerment with the three of them to fight him i love the cleverness of the trap that she set and the way it it kind of it really was suspenseful because it took place in the house and this one took that cleverness and did nothing with it. it. It followed the sins of a lot of sequels where, where let's throw in more, but they don't really, they don't parse what they have to, to find out what's effective. They just throw it all in there. And I agree with Stephanie. I thought it was gore porn. There was nothing real clever about the kills. Uh, the film needed more humor. If you're going to kind of have that much violence, maybe have a little bit of levity in the moments. And then I, I really... I, I love John Carpenter. They they didn't use the music enough, to be honest. I, I'm at, no, like Bond they didn't. Films. <laughs> I like to hear the Bond music, and so when it's not in there, I get disappointed. So I would have liked more of that. And then, honestly, I think what derailed it completely was the very end when the way Judy Greer's character was killed. I felt like that it was it was just and maybe that's the point is the awfulness of Michael Myers is no one is safe. And they treated her like a pincushion in the scene and, and then juxtaposed it with the Michael's sister getting killed in the first one. And I literally said to myself, why am I watching this? And then I'm like, <laughs> okay, I get it. Jamie Lee Curtis is going to be even, what, more revenge set in the last one? I think there's just so much traumatizing. I think she and her granddaughter would be catatonic at that point. Like, right. I don't know where you go. So, yeah, I just feel like I think it's an unpleasant film to sit through, but it's also a massive disappointment after 2018. So I would say other crap. Why did Judy Greer's character, Karen, go into the house and go to the room? <laughs> and why was nobody? That is the question <laughs> for this whole movie. Why? Why? And where were why the cops? Were there cops everywhere? What? Yeah. Well, and Michael Myers was Michael Myers was everywhere. I mean, literally, it's like I kept thinking, like, does he have a twin or does he can he teleport? <laughs> Maybe teleportation's part of his power set. I thought we we're going to find out that there's a second one, and they, it's like Scream, and there's because that's that would how, be dope. he was yeah. everywhere at once mm-hmm. for a 65 year old guy. That would be something at least, or even if he had a cult of Michael Myers wannabes. Yeah, anything. well, anything, right? Maybe that's what'll yeah. show up in Halloween Ends, where it's like it was always more than one Michael. I want to find out in uh, the next one that someone married him while he was in the asylum. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's who's going to be like take up the Mike Myers mantle, Michael Myers mantle. <laughs> one question, one question for you guys, because we obviously have our feelings. Do you think this is a film that Halloween fans would enjoy and should watch? I don't know. I'm a Halloween fan, and I didn't like it. I would not count myself as a Halloween fan, but it's just such a bad movie that I don't think people like the. No. You made a good point about John earlier when you said there was no humor in this. They made a point of dialing back the humor that was in the 2018 one. They did that on purpose. And I think that made a huge difference in my level of enjoyment of it because it just felt so dark and so like just unctuous. And (laughs) I felt like I needed to take a shower. 
after it well was it's over. almost like that they watched the rob zombies and we're like yeah maybe we need to kind of include some of that nihilistic again it's just very simple the reason the first film is so good is because you don't have to do much he it's quiet except yeah. for when the music comes in and with the terror is him one walking down the street and apparently like pepe Le Pew can catch up but you don't need to have nonstop action and craziness and people. Well, they and... took the they took the title as a prescription. Halloween kills. Halloween yes, yes. kills. Multiple kills. Well, kills. 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 I think it should be called Halloween buzz kills. <laughs> I, you have to have those things when you don't have any story or character development or anything else. Right. At least you have to have action. Murders. All right. Well, <laughs> murders. Happy Halloween, guys, anyway, because, you know, obviously it wasn't a happy Halloween viewing. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's true. Um, I was not happy. Happy Halloween kills. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on the Cinema Craptaculous journey. This is Stephanie, and ever present with me are... Dave. And sometimes present, John. <laughs> uh, we always like it when you're here. Uh, remember, a bad movie is just as hard to make as a good one. It's just a lot easier to make fun of. Halloween, 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 Halloween. Happy Halloween! Hey, we just want to thank you, our amazing Craptaculous listeners, for keeping our shows going. And remember to tell your friends to listen and subscribe to Cinema Craptaculous on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, anywhere they listen to their favorite podcasts. Oh, and don't forget to rate our show, maybe write a review. No, really, you can be honest. The Cinema Craptaculous channel is a heck of a deal because it's free and you get all of our weekly shows, which includes B-Sides with Adam, Dave, and Tara, Terror Tunnel with Stephanie and her horror co-hosts, The Expanded Universe with the geeks, John H.H., Doc, and S'more, Real Debates with Dave, Adam, J.D.H., and some surprise guests, and of course, our flagship Cinema Craptaculous with Dave, John, and Stephanie. And if that's not enough content for you, follow us on Facebook, as well as at Craptaculous on Twitter and Instagram. And find more content at cinemacraptaculous.com. 